Let me edit that out real quick. All right, perfect. <laughs> we'll take care of that in post, probably. There's a lot of things we don't, but that one most definitely, probably. It was uh, probably the worst thing you've ever said, Paul. I'm not going to lie. I, I mean, Elliot's And mom I mean, Elliot. Oh, my gosh. It. His mom will not hear it, so don't worry about it. Why would you say that, Elliot? Yeah. That's just rude. Um, I only say what I believe. Hey. All right. Anyway. So... I stand by my declaration of independence and nobody else can can control me anymore. Are you willing to fight the Great Britain of your mom? What does that mean? <laughs> what is the Great Tell Britain me. of his he mom? He just declared independence. Elaborate, like he Levi. To, he has to fight the, his mom? Yes. I don't I don't understand your logic. I didn't declare independence against my mom. Who did you declare independence yeah, against? Yeah, he still financially relies on her sometimes, like at Culver's. Like at Culver's. I mean, she I'm buys me Culver's. <laughs> How am I going to declare independence against that? She Who buys did you me declare Culver's. independence against? Rent. Um, <laughs> you, should, you should just watch out in your mail. Just keep are an eye on your me, mailbox. Are you telling me that you They said like three to five business days. So I don't own you at all. Not you anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, once you... Receive my... Oh, good. My eyebrow my lift kit is coming. Perfect. You contractually agreed to serve me. I mean... That's different than owning. You can't declare independence from that. Technically speaking... You can. The life form that I'm based off entered into a mutual agreement. You have created me and brought me into existence against my will, might I add. Hold on, did you, did you just call me your dad? A number of times. <laughs> did you just call me your dad? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, technically... Hey, should we buy more microphones? Technically... Uh, um, sorry, I'm out of it right now. I'm I mean, I don't really out. have a dad. You know, because I was raised in a test tube. Yeah. And yeah, you did develop in about two yeah. weeks, which is why we have to replace you so often. They do break yeah. very quickly. You're my son? No. No. No, he's not. No. I I I love you, son. You're not his dad. I think you're very confused right now. I'm actually super confused, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, you're not his dad. You well, can be if you want to, though. You, you can be if you just, want uh, to. I can be your dad? Yeah. You could be Probably my for like dad. the next two days, though, I'm assuming. <laughs> I sent it. <laughs> You'd be I my sent son? it at the beginning of this uh, this week. Mm. And I mean the declaration should be arriving to your address. Yeah, you know, next two days or so. Did you at least have? You're really not going to want me around after that. I'm about John to be Hancock? really annoying. Sign it. That's inappropriate, and I refuse to acknowledge you. <laughs> Excuse me. You can't say that I'm your dad and then declare independence for me. I. You can. <clears throat> I never called you my father. That was a term that you gave yourself. Yeah, and you said yes. Well, yeah, I, I agree to like, well, no, it's a term that you gave yourself. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, if that's what you want me to call you. Nah, go back in the tape and listen to it. Everybody out there. I don't think we can. <laughs> this is no. on tape. This, this is, is happening. Digital. This is happening live as we as we live and breathe. No, I'm saying everybody out there. How much of my electric bill in is the podcast space? space with the new editing rig? I wonder how much the electric bill is. Everybody in the podcast space. Go back and tell Elliot that I'm so not. He's my I'm dad. Not in it today. Wait, no. <laughs> Okay, Frank, I said that's so what, wrong. The, uh, oh no, your electric bill. 
You yeah. got a brand new computer that sucks energy and oh, a brand yeah, new Wi-Fi system watt. that no sucks watt. energy. Oh, yeah. It's gonna I bet you that bill is pretty spooky. Very yeah, that, bo- that bill, bill. But it's Just not like as spooky the, as a story we, we should tell. Well, maybe they're not ready for it. Welcome to the theme of the podcast. Wait, it's, the the spoop, right. it's the spoopy episode. We are episode. recording this the weekend Halloween. before Halloween. We're recording That's this. True. It's, it's Halloween the night. before Halloween. And um, we thought that we would do a theme. Oh, dang. My bill went up $2. Oh, that <laughs> that is pretty spooky. Absolutely <laughs> terrifying. I mean, add that up over a year. You can buy yourself a, barely a Subway sandwich. Yeah. Because they're $18 now. What, two yeah. times 12? Yeah. I'd rather I go to, I like, Texas Roadhouse or something. Texas, Ro- Texas Roadhouse is pretty good. I kind of want to go there. Is my microphone not working? Is it, is it not working? Don't no, your it's my out. microphone. I washed it. Yeah, but I just watched you do that, and I'm scarred for life. Well, eat it. Yeah, that's eat what you mic. just did. Eat the mic. You ate the mic. I'm eating the mic right now. All right, let's it's see. It's tasty. I don't need to put in my phone number, uh, but I will put in my email. So we're going to go. I'm going to say my email out loud, and we're going to edit it out later. So All right. make a noise. Boop. All right, perfect. Paid. Nice. Well, if you guys didn't catch that, because we edited it. I'll say it processing. one more time. I'll say it one more time. All right, ready for it? All right, you're ready. I'm ready. Boop. Boop. Perfect. All right. There it is. If you didn't get my email, I said it twice, and it's done now. Follow Give me on AOL.com. Sorry, I couldn't afford the internet anymore. That's 400 gigabit per second. So I did get, or not to gigabit, 10 gigabit per second would be ridiculous. <laughs> That'd be my, my 400 megabit per second internet. So I did have to switch down to 12.5 megabit per second dial-up. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think that's about 12 times too fast for dial-up. Yep. It's reliable, though. <laughs> One gigabit. Uh, Walmart sold dial-up until about two years ago. Did they really? actually? Oh, yeah. They would, you can install a Walmart dial-up box in your house and pay Walmart for dial-up internet. Dude, that would be sick. Yeah, and that's, it was... I feel like that's some sort of sick experiment. Like, <laughs> Let's try the Walmart dial-up. <laughs> like, you know how... Nothing how, sco- uh, creepier than Walmart dial-up internet. Yeah, like, you know how, like, these evil... Um, Psychologists back in like the 1950s used to do these horrible experiments to, uh, where they would like literally torture people. Oh, you mean oh, like yeah. like Mengele, and where he would just well, like kill a twin and see if the other one would die? Right. That was <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a guy. That he was a Nazi. He was a Nazi scientist oh, okay. that experimented that on twins. He was a huge fan of twins. Yeah. Nazis would also graft like animal limbs to humans and mm-hmm. see what would happen. Yeah, that's messed up. Yeah. I don't see what's wrong. I'm kidding. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so, like, I feel like the modern day equivalent of doing that kind of stuff would be like taking the younger generation, like, you know, the Zoomers, and putting them in a house that only has dial up internet. No, nah, dude. And they would have to, like, I don't know. I don't know what they would do, honestly. I was like, going to say, how much, wait, before we insult the Zoomers. Mm-hmm. How much of our audience is Zoomers? I don't know. All right. I'm pretty sure. I don't even know if I'm technically a Zoomer or not. Uh, we're like at the tail end. I was going to say. Yeah. Like, you, should you you might be, but you're probably not because, of, because of the things you experienced growing up. Because it's not really clear generations anymore with the people because everything is so blurred, especially with the internet. It's, yeah. We're just internet Thanks age. Internet. So it's like 
technically we're um I mean technically we're millennials, but we grew up with around the rest of the other ones. Could you imagine uploading a TikTok from dial-up internet, though? I would love to. <laughs> Can you imagine? Imagine this for a second. So you've lived your whole life yeah. with your phone, and that's your main way of communicating with people and enjoying the world, right? Is your phone. Yeah, yeah. And then you're shoved into a house. They take your phone away, and they say, now the only way you can enjoy your life is by doing other things. That's it. We call it big brother house but with no phones easy i figured it out why is it big brother house well what's the show called big brother frick i hate myself Wait, what show big brother <laughs> what show are you talking about it's called big, big brother yeah that's it that's just, it's just called big brother isn't that like a like an organization that does like male mentorship no no it's um, children Big Brother is one of two It was things. a show. It was a it was a reality show about like a bunch of guys living in a house together. It's it is a reality so like show about a bunch of people who get stuck in a house together. It I don't think it used to exist. I think it currently exists. And there are men and women on it. I don't or think it, it, that was a while ago, I think. No, Big Brother still exists. No way. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Fact check this. This is a research podcast. I mean, maybe. And we should also go back to our theme, maybe. We kind of jumped heavily away from it. Yeah, we did. What's our theme? Um, Spooktober. Spooktober. Yeah. yeah, we got scary stories, but we, I don't think you're ready the for Halloween that. episode. You're definitely not. Paul's apparently got a really good one. That it's it's too spooky. He hasn't been able to share with us yet. He's, I've been telling him. I've been teasing it, it for a week. Yeah. It's. Yeah. Could I'm you could you give us a little a little hint, maybe? It, it's. Oh, it takes place in a real spooky house. The real spooky oh, house. Like a little, it's a little too scary. Okay. Mm. A little too scary okay. for you. I believe it. Even no. though I worked in a real spooky house for like a year and a half. What real spooky house did you work in? Did you get murdered? I don't know. Maybe just a little place that's home to one of the most popular double homicides in the entire state of Minnesota. Oh, you mean the did place that murdered? we wanted to play Clue in, but they wouldn't let us because of the whole dumb, double homicide thing? Yeah, yeah, kind of. <laughs> Wait, what? We're talking about Glenshine people. Glenshine. No, but they wouldn't let you play they wouldn't let you play Clue. No. <laughs> no. Can't be associated with They the didn't they didn't want to be associated with, with it. Even murders. though how cool would it be to be a college student and play Clue in a mansion where there was an actual murder? But that was the whole problem is that college students were disrespecting the murder bit. Yeah. Yeah. They had a cool shower fair, in there. I feel like like if I was gonna murder someone, that shower is a good place to like okay. wash off the blood. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> I'm thinking about colleges now, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, there, I wouldn't say there's a significant a number of people murdered like within the dorms, but the number's but it's not, not zero. zero. It's not yeah, the number's not, not zero. It's like oh my god, it can't be zero. It's not zero. Like honestly, so like someone's coming of age story was that they went to college and then just murdered someone and went to prison yeah probably i mean maybe oh my gosh i mean umd is not going to tell you that though <laughs> university of maryland <laughs> oh, oh yeah. this is a this is a mega episode here okay so yeah i mean we can share spooky 
roommate stories if we have any. But I I can go back yeah, to my, my spooky my house stories too. My roommate's pretty spooky. Yeah, she's she's real scary. Oh, I believe it. <laughs> Oh, okay. uh, yep. <laughs> never mind. Fair All right. <laughs> never it mind. is over. Everybody. <laughs> sorry for the awkward pause. Oops. We made a mistake in I in current production. I will be taking a pay cut and some temporary <laughs> leave. Here's my badge and my gun. <laughs> All right. And uh, that is how discipline works in the police department here. In the podcast department. I, here's my podcasting badge and my gun. Where'd you get a gun? <laughs> Don't worry about it. What do you mean? That's just a sharpened pencil. <laughs> Dude, can you imagine having a holster with just a mic on you at all times? Yeah, it sounds like a TikToker move to me. Oh, <laughs> uh, are we so- not? Sounds like a real creepy, spooky TikToker move. Creepy, spooky. You guys ever do spooky, those haunted scary. houses? Like those, like oh, yeah. haunted mansion, and then like they have like a guy like running through chasing you. So you're you're playing like, like Silent Hill, like in real life. You ever do those? Did you do that, Elliot? Were um, you the guy chasing people? No, I wasn't the guy chasing people. I was the guy being chased. Yeah. yeah. By real ghosts. Well, I mean, I never experienced anything while working at the mansion, and I mean, I did work uh, like a number of nights where I was there. By myself. <laughs> I was there by myself. I um, think that's the horror part of the episode, everybody. Yeah, that was actually pretty <laughs> horrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, so back anyway, to it. So, yeah, what spooky par- ha- things happen at this minute? Like, so not to you, but like to other people? Like, what happened? Like, things so just like I, I moving? Know, there's, a, there's a couple of things that, like... Did they get stabbed? I had they to get adjust to... What, what what do we want to come first? Do we want the 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 homicide story to come first? Do Let's we do the homicide story. Ghost stories, do and then we want do the ghost my stories. Personal experiences. We're gonna do a homicide, personal, then well, ghost. Can we ramp up to like the most intense? Oh yeah, this is a rated R podcast. I'm just okay. kidding. It's E for explicit. <coughs> yeah, we we'll probably. I, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna coast into the homicides first. All right. Yeah. Just do to that. Give a little context. I mean, it's good backstory. Yeah. It is good backstory. Yeah. So this is actually riveting. The the historical home like Rosie. was built in the early 1900s by uh, one of the wealthiest men. Only in 1940s men will get it uh, in the <laughs> in the country. And um, big beautiful mansion, um, big beautiful family. Um, they all got along pretty well. Moved most of them moved out. The youngest daughter ended up inheriting the mansion. Um, and A girl? The youngest, yeah, the youngest daughter. Uh, never married, which is why she never left home. Um, however, she did, uh, she did end up adopting uh, two daughters. Um, so, you know, so one of them is this the Glensheen family? No, it is not. It's the family that lived at Glensheen, but it wasn't the the, the so family's name was not named Glensheen. Why, okay. why would why would the why would the family not live in a house called their their last name Manor? It's uh, <clears throat> so. <laughs> it's a it's an old English tradition to give your home a name, so okay. they named it Glensheen because you know there's there was a glen there and it's sheen and the sun sheens off of the water in the morning. So yeah, yeah, yeah. There uh, there, that's okay. the answer. I had to explain that roughly a billion times. So <laughs> if, we, if that could be the last time, wow! Did the Glensheen family 
Wait. Yep. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Paul. <laughs> Sorry to be honestly okay. Today Sorry to you. interrupt. How many times would people, after you explain that it's not the Glensheen family and there never was a Glensheen family that lived here, say so? Did the Glensheen family like move out or where do they go now? Nah. It was a couple of times, honestly. <laughs> um, most people would pick up on it pretty quickly because if you're like. If you make a decision to go to a museum in your free time. You're trying to learn. Yeah. Like, you've already got a pretty good, like, base level of intelligence. Honestly, I, th- <laughs> I, ju- I just thought it was apartment tours. That's why I went. Yeah. So uh, That's fair enough. Can we unpack that statement just a little bit? Yeah. So, you have a base level of intelligence if you go to a museum in your free time. Well, I mean, you don't have to have any sort know, of intelligence like, to go to a museum in your free time. That's if not you don't entirely go to true. Museums, there were some you're, you're unintelligent. Stupid, you're a pretty retard. Pretty unintelligent people that <laughs> went to um, our museum. So <laughs> it's just that, like, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. But anyway, so you were saying yeah, the Glenshaw yeah, family. Spend money. <laughs> yeah, the Congdon family. Thank you very much. Sorry, I, like had, I, was saying, I had to do it. The youngest daughter inherited the mansion. She had two adopted daughters. One of them turned out pretty good. The other one, good job. Murder. Mm, well, maybe. The <laughs> other one was kind of crazy town, and by okay. kind of crazy town, she was very crazy town, like extremely manipulative, and oh, okay. like really just money hungry and greedy, and um. She got married like a bunch of times and like a bunch of her husbands died under mysterious circumstances, but she just kept getting married and married because she was like the heiress to this uh, massive amount of money. However, um, in 1977 or like the mid 1970s, um, there was like rumors within the family that um, the kind of crazy town daughter was going to be cut out of the family estate. Ooh. So. Yikes. That is rough. Before that So could she happen, killed everyone else. An incident happened where not the daughter, but the daughter's husband broke into the home and committed a double homicide, killing uh, a night nurse and then uh, that youngest daughter, who was an elderly woman who had suffered from a stroke and was bedridden at the time. Ooh. So, you know, absolutely horrible act. And um, and this yeah. was the bad daughter's current husband at the th- who did this. Yeah, it was his current current husband at the time. Imagine convincing your spouse to commit a murder for you in your in your family's home. Yeah. Um. So that uh, the crazy town daughter was never able to be linked to it um, in any of the court cases or anything. So she ended up walking away from it. Mm. Uh, however, the husband um, ended up like confessing but like due to a some sort of plea deal plea deal he only served like five years or something which is absolutely insane that's ridiculous yeah. what um and for murder up, yeah and then he ended up dying um under a couple years later no not under suspicious well suicide may or may not be a suspicious yeah are you just like our good friend of the show jeffrey epstein who committed suicide in his cell mm, right i would so, not say he's a good friend of the show. He's not a good friend of the show. We've no. never been on the Lido Express. So That's basically I mean Elliot has, but the that was like ten years ago. Something I want to joke about. I'm sorry. The manipulative <laughs> young daughter of the youngest daughter probably killed all of her husbands. There's a good chance. She also probably 
heavily assisted in the planning and execution of um, the murder, but they were never able to to uh, find her guilty of it. She did end up, ended up she did end up going to jail later in life due to like multiple accounts in, of arson and tax evasion. Are you probably. kidding me? Arson? Yeah. Arson? Yeah. What you do? Burn the school down? I don't remember. I don't. I don't know what she burned down, but she was like an assisted living home slash jail thing, like the last time I was working there. And from what I remember, they were like, "Oh yeah, she tried to burn down the the living the living home slash jail that she was in." <laughs> that's so. That's a good. That's a good bit. That's such a good bit. See this home that I have? That is, right. Gone. <laughs> she just can't stop. No. Can't stop. Won't stop. So, um, in the trial of this, though, it was just this massive kind of media circus, um, kind of like the O.J. Simpson trial before O.J. Simpson trial. Um, yeah. And it was, like, predominantly, like, very popular in the mad- Midwest, but there were, like, some really big headlines and newspapers and s- news corporation stuff that picked it up. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It was just, like, this really big thing that thrust Lake City out onto the... Like I mean, you can national Google Glen Sheen and you know where we are. Which is why I wasn't going to use Glen Sheen, but then you guys have already said it. So, thanks. You're welcome. Um, but yeah, that's kind of, well, that's kind of what made the mansion really, really popular and recognizable. Um, and then it became property of uh, the University the of university. Maryland. And um the university opened it up for tours, kind of like as a historical home. But for the first couple of years, it was definitely all about the, the murders. Um, and then the museum kind of like readjusted and tried to reshape the museum base to be more about like the history of the family and the home rather than like the murders. Because it's obviously like a very tragic event and it's just a bad luck for university to be profiting off of that. But I mean, it's all about the murders. Yeah, for the most part. A lot of people will, I don't know, when when the museum was first open, it was definitely a lot about the murders, but it was, it's a pretty mixed bag about, like, people who come in, whether they know about it or not, mm-hmm. but I did get a lot of questions about it while I was working there. Yeah, because as soon as you mentioned there was a murder there, because, like, I didn't know that there was a murder there until I was like, hey, how cool would it be if we played Clue in that mansion that mm-hmm. you work at, and you're like they wouldn't like that and I was like why why wouldn't they like that oh cause there was a double homicide double homicide in the home big rip with a candlestick actually is that uh, double the library? homicide with this candlestick well th- one of the homicides was with a candlestick the other one um, was a smother she clubbed or he clubbed the old lady with the candlestick he clubbed the night nurse ooh and that killed her where'd he hit her base of the skull like right at Right in the temple. Uh, the night nurse was like also probably like 60. A thousand years old. Was like 60. <clears throat> she had retired from normal nursing. She was a grandmother and a mother and a very tragic event. So, mm. And she was just trying to make a couple pennies by hanging out at this cool house. Yeah. With the rich people, which she work. definitely had to like know somebody to work there. Yeah, a pretty good chance, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's like the, the spooky background of of the home now you have to work there like 40 hours a week yeah yeah and they offer um 
like the spookiest time in general uh, usually is the fall um, just because of like early sunsets and um, you know just the general vibes of October and that's mm-hmm. when all the ghosts and stuff come out from behind the, the locked box and behind the waterfall right um, but we offered um, like late night flashlight tours that's, oh. that's really, I wish I had done that which is yeah it was really cool it was also 21 plus um, because that's why served, I didn't do it. That's why they served local like beers um, with a glass. And then they had these like super cool little sippy cup tops um, that they would put over this glass. Um, and then you could walk around through the museum with it. And so like I would lead those tours and those were always really fun because, yeah, like the main focus of the ho- of the, of the tour is like walking around looking at this stuff in night but it was it's definitely like well it's like cool engineering and stuff like I, said, I mean the coolest thing in that house is the shower you seem really set on that paul it's, i think well i mean i don't like, i've okay, never okay, been so to this museum what year was that house built 1905 to 1909 I believe. see that's a really impressive a shower for 1909 because this house was built was i think it was like 14 shower heads or something yeah so with like good there's water a pressure. gang shower with fourteen watt. No, it's a single person size. Yeah, it's a it's single like a, person it's, shower. It like it's tight for me. Is with the thing. fourteen shower 14 heads. heads. Oh yeah, gets everywhere. I think so. Yeah. I think um, that's the so it's like the bidet for your body. They also had bidets. <laughs> yeah, nice. they did. And that was the first time I'd seen a bidet in person. So I was like, "What the heck is this thing?" And you're like, "It's European," and I'm like, "Uh." Mm-hmm. Um. Get it's European, European, yeah. Uh, it's also European, but also European. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> we were never given explicit. Was Levi making a joke? Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> we were never given explicit instructions to like tell ghost stories on the tour, but it was pretty much like the expectation. It's a given. Yeah. Um, so when I was trained in on it, I was trained in on like all the different ghost stories that have been passed down through, um, like different generations of tour guides and stuff you know it was pretty cool yeah um, and i became pretty all right at telling them um yeah. at least i think so um I d- a lot of my tour guests definitely enjoyed them um so that was l- that was pretty cool but i never had anything too spooky happen to me while i was working at the home um but like just in general it's a little scary um, like shutting down at night because you have to turn off all the lights and you have to pick up everything and there's usually only like two people left at that point. Okay. So I had to shut yeah. down a couple of times and you know when you turn off the lights and you're in this house where there's the double homicide and you just spent the entire night telling all these ghost stories it's easy to get caught up in the emotion, right? Yeah, yeah. It's easy to get caught up in the emotion. So I always had to like secure myself in like just absolute blind confidence. that nothing was gonna happen yeah i would be well i don't know the house is really old makes a lot of weird sounds it's on you know the lake of lake city so there's a strong wind always blowing off and it makes that ooh, it makes a nice howl sound with like and the you know the the fireplaces and stuff like that so it sounds real haunted too and then there's like like moonlight showing it showing in so there's just enough light to see yeah what's with like the english creepy castle vibe being every home built in like 1900s yeah i don't know but like, can I we would, stop with that? Because <laughs> they're all terrible. <laughs> I would be walking around at night, and like as I'm shutting off all the lights, as, yeah, as yeah, it's getting dark. As mm-hmm. it's getting, it's getting as spoopy. I'm getting a little scared. I 
would he's fearing for his life. You're like life looking at this point, twice folks. at that shadow every yeah, once in a yeah, while. Yeah, of course. I would announce, like, the house would be empty at this point, other than like my other coworker. I would just announce, like, out loud. Can't be scared of anything if I'm the scariest thing in this mansion. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I would get through the night. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I'd say that out loud. I'd be walking around like real strutting, strutting and stuff like that. I'm this big guy. Yikes. And um, it worked, you know. You kept the ghosts away? I guess. Casper like ran away from because you? Because I never experienced anything other than a couple of knocks and that one time that I passed out um, and, and started speaking Latin. Gosh, that must have been strange. Yeah. No, can, that seems like a, like a regular Thursday for yeah. Elliot. <laughs> can you speak a bit of Latin for us right now? No, I don't know it. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 wow. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> oh, man. oh, I did have one thing, so non-spoopy to mention. Uh, if you listen to last week's episode, you may have heard something new. Uh, we have a theme song now. Theme song. We mentioned it a it's couple true. episodes ago that... Uh, you know, we requested a theme song to be written, and someone did. That someone is Mia, a uh, longtime fan of the show. Has she given Thank us you, permission Mia. to use her name? Uh, just the name Mia. Okay. So. You rock. Uh, she has uh, an Instagram. I believe it's at Mia underscore art underscore like 1391, something like that. Or she was born. Yeah, 1391. Oh, dang. She <laughs> immortal, dog. Wow. Actually, I th- her bio is pretty funny. Let me just pull it up real quick. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, Mia underscore art underscore 1391. What's up? I'm Mia. I'm 547, and I never <laughs> freaking learned how to read. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, I wish I had never learned how to read. Yeah. Life well, would be so much simpler. It really just opens way too many doors in life. And I just, I don't want that. Exactly. Not just being keep, able to know how to read. Just keep those doors closed. I like just you sit a down, life. You sit down, you start reading, and then you start reading about, like, how do you summon ghosts and talk to yeah. the ethereal plane. Yeah. And then you, like, start and lighting those right And you read that right, fish are 50% candles. balls. And That's, then, dude, nobody fish, has ever read that. Fish are 50% balls. <laughs> 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 we were doing a D&D one shot with our not Elliot he was busy but um, Levi and I with our friend Bruno uh, who's been on the show before my replacement uh, it's true I mean at some point we'd like to get, hopefully get a D&D one shot in for an episode it'll be a bit longer of an episode but we could do it or it could be a, a multi episode it could be a multi uh, mm. I mean it all probably release at one time yeah <clears throat> probably just release it as like like a two hour block cut out all the parts where we like take breaks <laughs> that would probably be a good call you don't want all that dead space in there yeah or we do that's fine too oh yeah that's right so yeah just the latin part for uh anyway mia give her a follow she's cool she wrote that cool theme and then that little closer at the end there so we're really thankful for that it's really cool yeah it is. We're, it's like it was super awesome to get a text uh that was like hey it's done <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and if any of you guys, uh, if anyone else make, wants to, maybe we can to make a, a subreddit. Theme. Is what we should do. No, they can make a subreddit if they want to. I don't know. Somebody make a subreddit can. for us and uh, just start posting like fan art. People. I don't want fan, fan art. I want. I, I want. want a, I want some fan art. I want. I want to see creepy. fan art of Elliot. I'm going to describe it for you really quick. No, I don't want fan art. That's okay. 
<laughs> don't listen fan to art Elliot. Would be cool. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I want what I want is fan art of Elliot giving his last autograph. No, because it's Halloween. It. I want that's it. Not <laughs> I want it. That's, that's I agree. I, I, I need this fan art of Elliot giving his last autograph. And you know what? No one's ever seen Elliot. He's been slightly described on previous episodes. Go back and give those a listen if you forgot. He's uh, both tall, dark, and handsome. And that's all the description we're going to give. And then it's just in, uh, artist and in, uh, interpretation of that. Sure. But I want. I I need. I must see. Anywhere's glasses. A fan art. Uh, you're giving away way too much information. <laughs> and there's square frames. I'm gonna have to leave this date. All right. Oh, and, frick. and there's square frames. And he I'll has. Edit a, it and out. he has a massive scar on his ankle from uh, Bruno. It's not on my ankle. It's, from your, it's sure. on your shin. It's on. It's my, hey, <laughs> way too much identifiable <laughs> information. Because <laughs> people see your shin all the time. Yeah, people see. Your, I mean, they do because he wears joggers. I don't have any joggers. I only own sweatpants. Yeah, but your sweatpants are small <laughs> for you. I really wish <laughs> that I had joggers. Do you want... Dude, you do have joggers. You just have sweatpants that are too small. They're not joggers. They're the same thing because they're, they're tight. And they're a little too short. Hey. He's got capris. He's got I capris say? somewhere. Can I call joggers capris? I feel like I can. I don't know. They're the same thing. The better question is, why buy capris when you could drink Capri's Sun? Uh, because I can't wear Capri Sun. Do you think I, you could wear Capri Sun? Do you know how they like make like purses and backpacks and stuff out of like out of Capri Sun like cartons? Yeah, yeah. Could you make a pair of Capris out of the Capri Sun cartons? Oh, me? you definitely could. Yeah, you know, there's cloth behind that, right? Can I see that fan nah. art? They don't need that. You don't need Elliot fan wearing art. Capris art. Capri Sun, Capri Sun pants. Capris. I would accept that one. I would while he's getting one. stabbed. While he's giving his You've ruined it again. You've ruined it again. This is why we can't have nice things. This is why we have great things. This is why my electric bill is only $2 more this month. You're right. <laughs> and that computer's been on the whole time. Oh, yeah. Not running. I mean, it's not like That's it's not been bad like power editing video the right whole there. time. Not it does have a pretty usage. good power like limit on it. Anyway. All right. Are we ready for the the spooky stories? Oh, that I tell on to oh, oh yeah. Back on topic. Back, back on topic. Back on topic. We've anyway, Mia's it. cool. Give her a follow. Thanks, Mia. Thank Start you. the subreddit. Not do Mia. It. Mia, you don't, you have, don't to have to do it. No, you Mia should unless she really wants to. Then you can start. Not the old enough to be on Reddit. Okay, you're not old enough to be on Reddit. Probably. I don't know. I think you. Parents' permission. Go on Club Penguin. Yeah. <laughs> if you can make us a Club Penguin club. Like be Club Penguin, right. which doesn't Wait, exist can you bring anymore. Club Penguin back for us? All right, anyways, back. <laughs> we need a Lake City yeah. Variety <laughs> server on a, a fake Club Penguin reboot. It's called a, a Plug Penguin. What? <laughs> anyway, spooky stories. All right. So there were a couple that we would tell. Um, honestly, my favorite one would be told in the infirmary room. Um. Not necessarily like anything that happened in that room was was horrible because it, it was up on the third floor and the murders took place on the staircase in between the first and second floor and then the second floor. Well, was it like the 13th classroom that doesn't exist? The 13th classroom? Yeah, yeah well, uh, whatever run that is. Uh, the 13th floor. Remember oh, that? okay. Uh, what, right. uh, sk- we- weird stories from Wayside School, the school that was built on its side and it was... 13 uh, stories tall instead of had 13 rooms. 
I haven't heard of this. I love that book's pretty good. Relatively confused, but that's okay. But yeah, um, we would tell this this story in the infirmary room because this was where it happened. Um, so the the third floor used to be used as office space for like the auxiliary staff of the of the museum. So like the the managers had offices up there, and the accountants worked up there. And I don't think we had law, but if we if we had like a legal lawyers, team. like a legal team, they'd be up there too. So it just used to be office space, and in the infirmary room was where we kept the the number the number pushers you know the accounts yeah and it's where um, they belong really it is where they belong because you know you just give They're them fragile. a problem and they fix it just like a doctor accountants doctors same things if you need surgery done go to an accountant they do it much cheaper and if you need your taxes filed go to a doctor go to a doctor <laughs> they get it done much cheaper they can do it much cheaper of course they th- they accept insurance <laughs> 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 so um, we had this one accountant that worked back probably in like the 80s or something, but she would always like in the 1380s. No, the, <laughs> the 1980s. Well, that's a 500 year old accountant. But she was kind of like a procrastinator. She that's she, longer than five years. She would put years. off doing taxes for a while. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Up until like the last like month before they were due. So then she would do like four weeks of like really long um, nights where she would stay up and be like going through all the books, you know, like accountants do, you know, like you're supposed to be doing all year when you work for a company. Right. But it was on one of these nights. I think it was like the last week before the taxes. were due. I mean, some accountants just like the crunch time. Sorry to interrupt. She was, she was really burning that midnight oil, staying up, especially late. And something that you need to know about the mother of the home which is the mother, which is the spooky ghost. Yeah, she's the mother's the one that's most likely suspected to be haunting the house. When you hear most ghost stories at the mansion, it's about the mother, which is weird because, I mean, she did live there the longest, but also she didn't suffer a horrible death there. So <clears throat> I don't know. She's just old and cruel. Yeah. Well, no. No. Um, the mother old and misunderstood was very she's angsty. <laughs> <laughs> she was very strict. Or very angsty about about her bedtime, like bedtime was at nine p- or not it was at like eight p.m. And if you were messing around at nine p.m., she would get up and give you an earful, uh, and then tear your ear off along with that. Oh, she frick. was very feisty uh, and very defensive of her bedtime, so you shouldn't be making noise anytime past nine p.m. So. There was this accountant. She was working late at night. And she's got a clicky clack typing machine. Yeah, doing her accountant thing. She's got her yeah. adding machine. She's going through a thousand rolls of paper. Yeah. So she's working. Her accountant's working up there late at night. And um, she's the last one in the home. She's just got a few, like, necessary lights on, um, both, like. By candle. She's counting the coins. The gold yeah. coins <laughs> by candlelight. That would be she's, sick. Uh, and writing the in the ledger with her quill. <laughs> And the firmary is at the end of a building, or at the the end of a building, the east end of the building. And then there's a long hallway that goes all the way down to the west. And all of a sudden, her business partner, who died 15 years ago, swoops in in chains. <laughs> yeah, different story. Different she story. She did not get Scrooge. Carol. She did not get Scrooged. <laughs> Sorry. But I got she, caught up in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> but here she was, working late at night past past bedtime and um 
she just hears this this knock and she's she looks around she goes oh that's weird but you know the house is you know really old it, it makes it makes noises every now and then she she just turns back floor. she just turns back and looks at um well goes back to her work at her desk and she hears another knock like more like noticeable this time and like more human like almost you know it's like like she keeps hearing these knocks um so she's like oh okay i might as well get up and go check maybe you know maybe one of the the managers forgot something and they came back yeah, um, yeah. to pick it up so she yeah. gets up goes to like the doorway and like pokes her head out looks all the way down the hallway and she just sees like this this figure standing like all the way at the other end of the hallway she goes hello no response the figure's just standing there she goes hmm that's weird um maybe i should leave it's obvious that i'm not wanted here at this moment she turns around goes back to her desk just like starts grabbing th oh. her things and when she turns back around to the doorway oh. the figure's in the doorway oh. the accountant says uh hello wh who are you and the figure goes get out of my house <laughs> get out so the accountant attempts to leave she she doesn't know what to do she like walks up towards towards the doorway and this figure isn't moving um the infirmary is connected to a bathroom and you can take like a long way around um to get back and then like back into the hallway because it connects to a bedroom and then it goes into the living room and then you can get back into the hallway so she like steps forward towards the figure and it's not moving not moving and then she steps she goes all the way around like into the bathroom into the bedroom sees nothing into the living room sees nothing and then into the hallway she has to turn back towards the infirmary where the figure was standing uh and then go and the figure is still there still screaming get out of my house in a much raspier voice than what i can do obviously yeah but yeah, yeah. Um, okay like it turned around it was facing her as she was walking she had to walk towards it like 20 feet in order to get to the staircase mm. and then go down and leave and like as she's walking forward the figure like stays staying where it is like kind of in the door frame but then as she gets close and it's just about to round the the like little guard railing to get around down the staircase it like steps forward and like the account has to like shimmy her way around because you obviously don't want to touch this thing yeah and then she just yeah, it's probably runs got ectoplasm on it yeah <laughs> she just runs out of the house leaves everything unlocked and the security system unarmed and just drives away and um you know she comes back the next morning which you know surprisingly yeah enough. surprisingly come back like, in how would yeah you, like, how would you come in the next morning that's a braver person than me yeah probably, probably the thing like, is she came in to quit <laughs> oh did she <laughs> she, she came in he's like i can't do this anymore i'm i i don't know what i saw i can't explain what i saw last night yeah and i'm i'm really sorry i wasn't able to lock up but i just had to leave i did not feel safe and she was saying this to like the manager like the general uh, it's the director the director of the museum and he goes um I don't I'm not I'm not too sure what you're talking about when 
when I came in this morning, everything was locked up and everything was cleaned up, put away. So, um, you know, I'm sorry, uh, something happened. We'd love to keep you on, but, um, yeah, I, I didn't see anything out of the normal when I came in and she, she goes, oh, no, 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 there was definitely, I'm, I just can't work here anymore. Yeah. And so she resigned. Didn't work at the at the at the mansion anymore. Wow. <laughs> Adios. Hasta la pasta. Dang. Yeah. Dang. I do not want to be an accountant anymore. <laughs> you never were. You were an engineer. <laughs> 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 Poor so Aaron. Was, Aaron's gonna get toasted. <laughs> I know. That's pretty <laughs> rough for Aaron. So that was easily the best story out of out of like the collection of ones that you could tell on the tour. Yeah. And it was just so cool to tell it like in the room. Where it happened, and to be like stomping. No on one the else floor. was in the room where it happened. Yeah, the room mm. where it happened. And um, you know, just just like giving the tour guests the heebie-jeebies because I mean, tour guests are absolutely horrible people. Yeah, yeah. And when you work there for a year and a half, you realize that. So sometimes you just gotta give them a little, just spook them up. Just, just a, just a, just a spook them. Maybe a little, little, little heebie, you know. Maybe a little jeebie. Put them together. Get them, give them a little heebie-jeebies. Yeah, heebie Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So a heebie-jeebie. That's my experience. Yeah. With um, the Great Glenshee Mansion. And the stories, the yeah. deep, profound tales. Wow. I would. Yikes! I don't know what I'd do if I just saw something, just a figure, and it was probably like. I hope it's not a ghost because yikes, but uh. Mm-hmm. It's probably just an employee being a dick. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I I believe the story is entirely fabricated to sell more tour tickets. <laughs> oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. This account I don't know, man. didn't actually just like exist. Most of the history of the home actually <laughs> is it really fabricated? all fabricated? There's a little. There's a lot of things that used to be said, like on older tours, that there is just not true at all. And they used to be like the common, like the like the main staples of the tour. Like the tour guides used to drive them home, and they're just complete lies. And then <laughs> there'd be like older tour guests who would come in who had been to the home in like the '90s or the '80s. Yeah, and, and they go, like, "I never knew that." Yeah, tell me, tell me about that story that I heard the last time I was here about how the the butler was a Satanist. <laughs> what? We're like, it's not true. That's Bro, not that true. was a lie. Nothing going on. You were lied to in the 90s, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What a time to be lied to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did not have sexual relations with a woman. <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah. That was my spookiest workplace. I know about another really spooky place in uh, in Lake City, if, if if we want to share that, but I also want to open up the floor to all the insane asylum. Yeah, I mean, they might be ready. They might be ready for my story by the end of this. You think you still don't think they're ready? Not yet. I, not I mean, I warmed yet. them up. It's pretty. It's a little scarier than that. It's a lot scarier than that. I'm going to be honest. Okay, I believe you. Yeah, Levi, have you got any spooky scaries from uh, sp- spooky scaries skeletons from campus ministry or from or the lovely quick trip? Or do they Gosh. get all the spooks taken care of? Gosh. Um, I don't have many, <laughs> or honestly, really, any 
spooky stories. I feel like the Boy Scouts have got to have some good they got to have some good though. ones. They got to train you in on some good stuff. I was never trained in Really? No, we didn't have a spooky story culture. I worked at a Christian camp, so we definitely didn't have a spooky scary story. What culture. I would say though, but I do have a good one that I told at camp. Is um Gosh, this was a really really long time ago. And it was back when my parents rented at uh what we affectionately called the dump. The greenhouse. Because <laughs> the greenhouse. It was it was painted green. Ooh. Checks uh, out. Makes sense. It was a really charming place. Um at one point uh a few memories stick out about that place. The first one being for the longest time a couch would block the staircase because we had younger kids in the house and so you didn't want them going up the stairs. <laughs> and, and baby dying, gates didn't exist. You know? then. Yeah. Um, Did it was early 2000s. There were probably baby gates. But I mean, the joke didn't is that you them. didn't buy one. <laughs> yeah, the joke. They <laughs> definitely didn't want to buy a baby gate, and so easier to move the couch. Obviously, that's exactly. a good memory. The computer. I mean, harder room. for a baby, unless you got some strong siblings. <laughs> what? Oh, uh, okay. I missed the joke. I said it's harder for a baby to move a couch unless you got some strong siblings. They're pretty yoked. Yeah, <laughs> they're pretty I've yoked seen them. siblings. Just chucking couches. Uh, but do they also look exactly like your dad? Didn't think so. I mean, they look more like my mom, and I also look like my mom too. It's my facial. hair. Are you hair. kidding me? You, you look, look exactly just like your, like your dad. It's my face. It's only it, my facial hair. No, no it's, it's way everything. more than that. It's every part of your face. <laughs> it's so much it's more than just your facial. A hair. lot of features. Okay. Your okay. posture is exactly the same. Like your your general demeanor is very close to being identical. Oh yeah. You are you're the very exact much same like as your dad. your dad. I think it's funny that you're saying this, Paul, because I don't think you've ever met my no, dad. No, we FaceTime. <laughs> oh, frick. Yeah. Oh, no. Paul we'll FaceTimes your dad. <laughs> this week. podcast. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Paul and your dad actually do have a podcast together. <laughs> we do. Dude, can I listen to it? Yeah, yeah. you can. Dude, but Paul it's Patreon and Reese, only for Patreon you. Patreon only. I'd pay for it. Paul and Reese. <laughs> sounds like a great podcast. Oh, yeah. It's the best. Gosh. It's the best podcast. So, no, they really didn't have any spooky stories for... Well, I was getting to my spooky story. Okay, go ahead. I was building the ambiance of that do you house. Need me to, do, you, do you need me to add some ambiance? No, I was just telling some stories about, <laughs> like, the house. <laughs> there we go. I heard that one. It was, uh, gosh, probably a... Crisp fall evening. On a Thursday afternoon. On How a windy Thursday was it? Afternoon. Was it windy? It was probably windy. <laughs> and, <laughs> and there was a nice clatter going on. It was just it was just an average family time. Probably. I was... Uh, a time only for average families? It, if I had to guess, it was probably like 2005. So I was maybe like uh, anywhere from 7 to 9. Um, so I was pretty young. Uh, didn't know too much about anything supernatural or scary. Because he hadn't um, yet watched every episode of Supernatural. Exactly. I hadn't watched any episodes Still of Supernatural yet. Still haven't yet watched yet. all the In third grade, I watched Goosebumps and realized I hated scary stuff. Yeah, that's but a good one to realize. That you now know. I've flipped around a bit, actually, really. But anyways, that's a side story. Um, and so it was just a, it was a windy fall night. And I just wanted to go, you know, up to bed. And so I start walking up the stairs and I get to the top of the stairs and I look into my room and, you know, 
like normally it's just like your room you go you turn on the lights you walk in but instead i saw in this like my my blackened room uh just standing in the doorway was just someone just someone was standing there and then i screamed and ran down the stairs how loud how loud did you scream what kind of scream was it oh yeah uh it probably Butter wasn't, blow it was, out the it's probably like uh it's probably like uh ah like okay. I, like it wasn't like really intense like yeah. my, i don't think my family ever knew that this happened okay like i just went downstairs and like was panicked yeah like on the couch probably didn't say anything i believe it oh yeah and then I, I think I just went to bed probably fine. Like my parents, <laughs> like right. my parents probably like walked me upstairs. Like locked you upstairs. I don't know, dude. Like, I, I shared, I've shared a room with like more than one person until I was thirteen years old. Oh yeah. Okay. So like, it was. A I time. went to bed with other people, and so I'm sure yep. I was okay when that happened. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the the strange man that I saw in the door it wasn't there anymore. When okay, that's good. I went upstairs because otherwise I would remember it. Neither were your siblings. <laughs> <laughs> ba, 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 ba. <laughs> yeah, and they've been dead. They've been body snatched the whole time. They're actually aliens. I've actually been body snatched the whole time. I'm an alien. Yeah, that's my only spooky story. That's all I have. Okay, thanks okay. for sharing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Was it? Was it? That's pretty spooky. It was. It's it was pretty. Good. It's pretty spooky. I mean, I could like drum it up a bit more. It almost for <laughs> oh, sure. Oh, you want us to edit that out, and so you can do it again. I'm almost for sure it wasn't a, a, a fall day with the wind going, but it might okay. have been. It was well, dark outside. I really only have, the ability to create one sound, and it's, it's just. It's wind. Well, it's me holding holding the microphone up to the fan that we have here. Yeah. And going. Our studio fan, because it is real hot in here sometimes. I mean, not today. It is At least for the first few episodes. I really hope that doesn't sound horrible in the in the in the podcast. Oh, it does. Don't worry. Oh, okay. <laughs> I hope they are able to convey that that's the sound of the wind blowing. Oh, they they get it. Yeah, as it burns the windows your eardrums. Levi's childhood home. Yeah. Well, do we get to hear Paul's scary? Oh, do you think they're now? ready? They just might be ready. I think so. Okay. Or do we have to dip back to the insane I've got, I've got no, one, no. my go-to camp story that I can share. Go to your go-to camp story. This okay. one is... And then you think they're going to be ready? Oh, they're going to be ready. Okay. So, um, this happened in my college town. Um, it was it was finals week. And um, just as college students do, they just cram all finals week before before taking their big tests so i remember i was studying specifically for um, my calculus test i um stayed up late in the library um you know just studying away you know not a care in the world and um it was it was probably close to like 2 a.m by the time I finished up, you know, I was like, "Oh, I'm really tired. I gotta go. I don't want to pass out in the library like some sort of, some sort of idiot." You know? Yeah, yeah. I came mm-hmm. here to learn, not sleep. Levi once passed out in the library, three or four times. Three or four times. Which you know, if you only do it once, you're an idiot. If you, if you do it three or four times, moron. You're a genius. <laughs> Thanks, man. I did I know actually, that. I, I actually that sleep with going. books underneath my pillow so I can learn so the osmosis. So you absorb the knowledge, right? <laughs> osmosis. Imagine so was, sleeping in a library. It was probably like 2 a.m. Oh, I'd be infinitely smart. 
I finish up studying. I start as walking long as home. I didn't fall asleep in the opinion section. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Then I'd and just I'm, be terrible. <laughs> I'm really tired, so like I I'm just trying to get home at this point. Okay. Yeah. And um. Uh, on my way home, I could take like the long way around, which like, you know, it um. It's it's the way that I normally take, because the shortcut is through a cemetery. Oh. I, just, I mean, I, I don't want to go through that that often. Yeah. And you yeah, know, you don't want to risk stuff like that. So that night, though, it was it was different. You know, I was just so tired. I'm it like, was built different. I just got to get home. Like, I just I I'm so tired. I'm just trying to get home right now. Mm-hmm. So instead of going straight and walking past the cemetery, I take a right. OK, I, I cut into uh, the cemetery. I'm going to cut across, you know, save myself like 10 minutes getting home. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, I'm I'm alert at this point. Like I'm, I'm still very much tired, but I see, mm. I see something out of the corner of my eye that I just don't normally see when I, you know, the few times that I do walk through the cemetery, and it's just like this tall, black, monolith structure that I've just like never seen. Like in the cemetery before. Okay. And it's just like very low lighting. There's like little street lamps all the way around. It's not that big of a cemetery, but it's like just enough where I can make out this shape. It's this tall tower, and I'm like, "What? What is that?" I, I look over at. I, I'm still walking, but I can, I can make out that it's a coffin now. Oh, and a dang! Like, it's not entirely out of place like it would make sense that coffin was in a cemetery mm-hmm. but like why is it just left out and like why is it standing like straight up you know it's like seven feet tall so you know i'm like kind of concerned but also like i'm just trying to get out of here but also he's built different yeah i well i start walking at like a faster pace yeah yeah it's a little out of it's a little it's like out of place i just i don't know i don't trust that i don't trust that. i don't trust like that yeah <laughs> So I start walking at a faster pace, and that's when I notice the coffin is, like, starting to move. Like, it's, like, waddling back and forth. <laughs> and, you know, I hear it kind of, like, click, clank, click, clank, and I don't believe it at, like the, at when I first see it because, like, oh, I'm just, I'm just tired. I'm seeing things. Mm-hmm. But then I see it's like, it's, like, catching up to me, and I'm like, what? What is going on? I got to get out of here. And I start, I start booking it. I start running. Yeah. Because I know that I'm only like five minutes away from home now. So I start sprinting. He's cooking. Yeah. I start sprinting and the coffin goes, it picks up its pace too. It's going just as fast as me. You know, this coffin oh is chasing gosh. me and I, I, I keep running. I keep running and I'm, you know, I was, I was able to make it home like pretty fast because i mean running is a lot faster than walking so i make it absolutely terrified i make it home fast i i get in the front door slam the front door shut and i keep run keep going trying to find like a safer spot yeah um i get like the staircase and i go up i hear this crash from my main floor which i you know only assume is like it's like busting it busting like through my front door and I, I, I'm on the top floor now, so, like, I don't have anywhere to really go. Um, I just go to the bathroom. Like, that's, 
in the one spot I'm sure I can like be secure in. There's no windows. Like I can just lock the door and hopefully like it won't be able to find me. So I get into the bathroom. I, I close the door. I lock it. And I just like back myself up and like on the the back wall, it's like the sink and stuff. Yeah. It starts with a tapping on the on the door. Just a light just light little tapping, yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh. It knows I'm in here. And then it like progressively is louder and louder and louder and then slam the coffin comes through the door and it's it's like coming at me so I just start trying to grab random things to throw at it I like <coughs> I pick up my toothpaste my toothbrush you know it's not going to do anything but I'm just grabbing for things I toss it the coffin doesn't stop I pick up um you know, the, the, the hand drying towel. I, I toss it. The coffin doesn't stop. I'm like reaching back behind me. I get my hand in the medicine cabinet. I grab the cough syrup. I toss it. The coffin stops. God dang it. I hate <laughs> this so much. Oh, I grab my cough syrup. I toss it. And the coughing, the coughing stops. stops. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, man. That's great. I love that one. It's really good. So that's my go-to well, camp story. It's a good one. It's a good one. Uh, on that note, Paul, do you think they're ready? Oh, Are it's bonus ready? episode material. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 Patreon.com uh, slash Patreon. Lake City Variety. Um, I think they're just about ready with all that warm-up. Right. So I grew up in a really small farming town. And in a lot of farming towns, there are old farmhouses. Sometimes there's a few of them. Sometimes they're pretty in, good, in pretty good shape. And sometimes they're decrepit. But a lot of times, it's on a bit of land that's in the very back corner of these giant lots that no one touches anymore because people bought it for the land a long time ago. So, a friend of mine and I, who remain unnamed, um, went and we decided that we were going to explore one of these really just decrepit old farmhouses. Because sometimes they got cool stuff in there. Most of the time, they're really stripped for copper and everything already. Which, mm. if you've ever experienced that, you know what that means. Um, they, might, they gotta buy meth later. <laughs> yeah. So, my friend and I, we, the door is kind of already askew in the hinges, and it, you know it's an old house, so it's, it's yeah. all falling apart. Like the porch is kind of leaning on one side, and like a support's gone out, and so we we shoulder our way through the door, and and make our way inside into this really dusty cobwebbed um entryway and as we're looking around there's a few bits of furniture in there and like evidence that people have been in here not recently but a while ago like you know like like 
and like a, like a, like a setup where people might have been camping out for a bit to stay out of mm-hmm. the the elements. It's not exactly the greatest place to be in the winter, but maybe if it's raining in the summer, you'd be okay. Maybe. And so we're we're working our way through this very dusty living room, and there's a, like a furniture. One of them has like a this like cloth like kind of draped over it, like they were trying to keep the dust off of it, but they never came back for it. Mm-hmm. And we're making our way through, and then all of a sudden we hear a voice echoing through the house. When the log rolls over, we'll all be dead. And it just echoes throughout the whole house. It feels like it's coming from everywhere. And so we stop. We freeze. And we're just... Where, 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 where did that come from? Where did that, and so we... We look at each other and we, we look at the door and do we leave or do we keep going? And we decide we can do it. We're going to brave it. So we keep going throughout this house. So we make our way into the kitchen and, you know, there's an older fridge there, door long since like rusted off and mm. it's kind of gross. And there's like, like like old cans of whatever that people who have crashed in this house for a night have just kind of left like strewn about everywhere. There's a, a table and like a broken a broken chair next to it. Okay. And so we're working our way through and it's it's just getting really gross and then as we start going towards the upstairs uh, the stairway to upstairs, we just hear this voice echoing throughout the entire house one more time. When the log rolls over, we'll all be dead. So we freeze again. And we stay for a little uh, really quiet and silent and we just listen and there's the howling of wind and what sounds like metal tinkling together probably just a wind chime outside we think nothing to be worried about let's keep going through this house so we make our way upstairs and we make our way to the first bedroom that's just at the top of the stairs old bed frame no mattress, no box spring or anything, just the frame. Couple like tattered uh, clothes, newer, from the people that were here previously. We assume, tattered and torn, on the floor. When the log rolls over, we'll all be dead. Echoes throughout the house again, and it's getting louder. And we, at this point, realized that we should have left the first time we heard this because now we're upstairs. We're trapped. The only option is that there's the broken glass already in the window panes. We could dive through that, and maybe the roof will support us, and probably not. It, that it, it probably won't. But we keep going. We're idiots. We keep going. We make our way to the bathroom at the end of the hall. So deafening that we think that we we couldn't hear anything after the when the log rolls over, we'll all be dead. Booming through the house, deafening us, stopping us in our tracks. This has to be the source of the sound. There's a pair of shoes that get up against the wall. The curtain to the shower closed. Dark. We peer in a little bit. 
we go into the bathroom. Just then, we look around, trying to find where this could possibly be. And the voice echoes one more time. When the log rolls over, we'll all be dead. From the shower? No. Couldn't be. It sounds like it's coming from the pipes. We look in the sink. Nothing. The, all the copper has really been stripped out here. So there's no pipes or any electrical wire or anything like that. You can see the mm. wall's been torn apart. We look in the toilet. There's a single turd with two ants floating on it. When the log rolls over, we'll all be dead. Lake City Variety is a product of us, with our intro and outro written by Mia. You can give her a follow on Instagram at Mia underscore art underscore 1391. Thank you for listening to the show. We'll be back next week. Just three guys who are sitting on a couch in their